Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Saturday, 26 August, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 73, verse 17, which says, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I their end. Beautiful days are here again. Glory, hallelujah. Yes, friends, after a few wet, dark, and cloudy days, our lazy day Saturday has opened bright and sparkling with blue skies all around. Yes, and you know what? We'll never refuse a beautiful day, even if it's on a lazy day Saturday. And I guess you're wondering what I'm doing up so early on this day, given over to, over to laziness. Well, I just happened to get up early and decided to get a move on to enjoy my lazy time after the bit rather than before it. So with all of that in mind, let's begin by saying our Lazy Day Saturday prayer as one sincere voice. Lord, I want to be with you now. Please slow my thoughts and quiet my soul. Let my muscles relax, my breath deepen. You are here with me. Your peace and love are present. I marvel to think you can't be contained, that your love both surrounds and fills me. Thank you for this tenderness, Lord. I praise you for your unceasing nearness. And please increase my awareness of you today, that I may know you all the more. Amen. Oh, my people, don't those words just bring a calm, relaxing presence to your spirit, body, and soul? Well, they surely do to mine. Now, yesterday, we promised that if God granted us life, today we'd continue looking at that rather interesting and appropriate Psalm 73, which talks about the prosperity of the wicked. And since we are still alive and kicking, let's get to it. In the first part of the psalm yesterday, we saw the wicked can prosper right throughout their lives, despite Brother David saying in Psalm 37 that they will soon be destroyed. And that fact got the psalmist Asaph to wondering about the purpose of the righteousness, sorry, about the purpose of righteousness when the wicked were prospering in their wickedness while seriously oppressing the righteous. And it almost caused him to stumble. As he said, For I was envious at the foolish or boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And that's Psalm 73 3. Now, that situation affects all of us too, for it's a sort of contradiction to God's word. But what we have to realize is that God didn't say exactly when he would destroy the wicked, just that he would do it. And furthermore, our job is not to be envious of them, but to remain righteous and do God's will, believe his promises, and live in obedience to his plan for our lives. Like Brother David says in Psalm 37, verses 48, delight, commit, trust, rest in the Lord, etc., etc. For evildoers shall be cut off or destroyed, but they that wait upon the Lord 
they shall inherit the earth. And that's Psalm 37, 9. But fortunately, the psalmist Asaph, after almost stumbling, found a cure for his ailment. As he writes, it was not until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. And the scholars explain, the second part of the psalm is prompted by the content of verse 17. Not until the psalmist entered God's sanctuary and received the divine perspective on the wicked's prosperity did he find his answer to the problem. He saw the destiny of the wicked. So he writes, Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou castest them down into destruction. How are they brought into desolation? As in a moment, they are utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream when one awaketh. So, O Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their image. And that's Psalm 73, verses 18 to 20. Then Asaph repented of the envy that he had so foolishly allowed to envelop him by saying, Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins or pierced in my mind. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. And that's Psalm 73, verses 21 to 22. And as the scholars tell us, then he finally found his happiness solely in a warm and growing relationship with God. And they reference verses 23 to 28. So let's see what those verses say. Now. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast hidden or held me by my right hand. Thou shalt hold, sorry, thou shalt guide me with thy counsel and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon the earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength or rock of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. And that's Psalm 73 verses 23 to 28. No, friends, that's the kind of strong and steadfast declaration. <laughs> Even spell it wrong. Yes, but that's the kind of strong and steadfast declaration we believers ought to be sincerely making especially in these dark and troubled times when the wicked are prospering more than ever and the poor and righteous are suffering through no fault of their own. And it's certainly not easy to do when all the unfairness and inhumanity are blatantly being perpetrated right before our very eyes. But we need to stand strong on God's word that the wicked will be destroyed in God's time. while if we stay righteous, we will inherit his goodness and mercy. And as the scholars conclude, the point of the psalm is driven home even more dramatically when remembering that Asaph, the author, 
was a spiritual man who grew up with deeply religious training. And they give us some references here, 1 Chronicles 15, 16 to 19, chapter 16, verses 4 to 7, and 2 Chronicles 5, 12, 29, 30. Yes, friends, Asaph was one of the singers appointed by Brother David to accompany the Ark of the Covenant. The Bible tells us, and he, that's Brother David, appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel, Asaph the chief. And that's First Chronicles 16, 4-5. And from Second Chronicles 29, we read, Moreover, Hezekiah the king and the princes commanded the Levites to sing praise unto the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph, Asaph the seer, and they sang praises with gladness, and they bowed their heads and worshipped. And that's Second Chronicles 29 verse 30. Yes, my faithful brethren, Asaph was a bright, very influential and spiritual man in Brother David's time. And that's why to this day we still sing the Psalms he wrote. So if a man of his stature could fall prey to the envy of the prosperity of the wicked, why wouldn't so many more of us today who are not nearly as spiritual and righteous? Eh? And it just goes to show the power of Satan once we allow him into our souls. That's why it's ever so important for us to do as Peter says. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him. For he cared for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in or experienced by your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace who had called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish or confirm, strengthen and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And that's 1 Peter 6. Sorry, 1 Peter 1, verses 6 to 11. And now my fellow saints, there are no better words for us to end on this lazy Saturday. So please, let's read and inwardly digest them, then put them into action in our lives. It will be one of the best decisions we can ever make. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And that's Psalm 37 verse 5. And it's the gospel truth, my people. That's what we need to do. Forget everything else and just trust in the Lord and leave all the consequences to him. So please, let's get together and start doing that from today and from right now. Because that's the only way we'll ever make a positive difference in this evil and ungodly world. And we pray all of that in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.